0: What's up guys? We're back. We're going to finish out our last session today on the feeding of the 5,000. I started three weeks ago on this message and we were just talking about how Jesus went out there and he fed 5,000 men, not including women and children. So he was dealing with 10 to 20,000 people out there. And He used his public platform in a positive way, filling people and encouraging people and healing people, but it came from a painful place. I mean, he just found out that John the Baptist, uh, he just got word, verse 13 of Matthew chapter 14, word came to him about John the Baptist just being beheaded and finding out that his family member was no longer with him and going to a secluded place, but then seeing the crowds, Um, He used his private pain to be a catalyst for his public platform where he started having compassion and showing compassion and, and healing and teaching and doing all those things. And he was trying to simultaneously teach that to his disciples. And he was trying to teach them what to do with a public platform, and he's teaching us through this story. Many of you have a public platform, whether it's social media, whether your platform is large or small, families, churches, being a teacher, being a, uh, a social worker, being a doctor, being a lawyer, whatever you are, whatever environment you're in, that is the platform that God is using you. You want to find your purpose? Then take your private situation, circumstances, pain, and you conjure those up as a catalyst to show the opposite in your public platform, compassion, encouragement. And then your public platform will give meaning to to all of those private experiences. And so that's important that Jesus showed us those things. But the disciples didn't get it. I mean, they they didn't understand. And sometimes you and I, we don't understand that Jesus is not just doing this simply to show good works and to do great things for people, even though that was a great purpose of his. But he's also doing it to teach you and I what to do with the platform that we're given. He wants us to become doers of the word, not just hearers of the word, or, or in their case, the disciples, seers of of the word in motion because Jesus is the word. And so he wanted them to implement the things that they saw him doing. But their grand idea was to see people in darkness, to see people empty and to send them to the villages in verse 15. You see, That they said, send the crowds away, even though we know it's desolate and it's late, so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. That's not the idea. That's not just what you saw Jesus doing. What you saw Jesus doing is taking care of the crowds that were right in front of him. And he wanted to see his disciples do the same thing because he told them in verse 16 of chapter 14, he said, they don't need to go away. This is Jesus's response to the disciples' grand idea. They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. Like, I'm, I'm showing you what to do with the public platform that you've been given. You feed them. And that's what the charge is for all of us. He's given us the Great Commission. It's a charge. It's basically is saying, with an exclamation point at the end, guys, you feed them. You've seen everything that I've done for you in your life. You've seen all the healing, the emptiness that I've filled, uh, the salvation that you've been given. You've got all of this that you've seen me do for you. And now you're looking at all of these needs, but you're wanting to send them away to someone else where they are going to have to pay a hefty price tag. But the disciples felt like they were inadequate. This is where we want to pick up today is the disciples felt like they were inadequate because they talked about what they didn't have, not what they do have. They didn't talk about Jesus who just performed all these miracles. They talked about the materials that they were lacking in order to get the job done. Jesus told them to feed the crowd, and their response was, uh, they said to him, we have only five loaves and two fish. In other words, Jesus, I hear what you're saying, but I am personally inadequate. I hear that you're giving me this charge to go do a job and to go make disciples and to go fill people who are empty and to be there for people and to pray for people and to encourage people. I hear all of that, but I don't know the Bible well enough. You know, I haven't prayed in a long time. There's all of these things that I don't know. Well, maybe the pastor should do it because he's the one who knows more. I feel inadequate. Well, these men were inadequate as well they didn't have enough. They had five pieces of bread and two fish to feed 10 to 20,000 people. Of course, they didn't have enough. But remember, Philippians 4.13 says that our strength comes from Christ, that Christ wants you to know that as long as you're with him, you have the ability to do what God has called you to do, not by your power, but his power. It would be totally leaning on the power of Jesus Christ which the disciples had just witnessed in order to do what God had called them to do. Of course, we fall short. Of course, we don't do enough. Of course, um, sometimes we sin in different areas where God is asking us to push out encouragement. Of course, we have all of these inadequacies in our life. But Christ is letting you know that with me, you have the ability to do and fill in an area where you feel empty. And he's showing this to his disciples, and he's also showing this to you and me. Because what is the thing that Jesus says to the disciples as soon as they say, we only have five loaves and two fish? It says, and Jesus said to them, verse 18, I want you to remember this, bring them here to me. Just like that. Jesus has an amazing way of making these short quotes that mean everything. Oh, you don't have enough? Bring it to me. You feel inadequate. Bring it to me. You feel like your life isn't enough right now. Just bring it to me. You feel like your marriage isn't good enough right now. Bring it to me. In any area of your life, you feel inadequate. Jesus is telling you the same thing he's telling the disciples. He's telling you just to bring it to him. And if you bring it to him, he has the ability to multiply it, make it more than enough. So not only do you have enough. But the people that God is calling you to fill, they will have enough through you. He's saying, bring it to me. I remember my son, Jonathan II, we call him J2, just to throw a little swag on it. Jonathan II, he was bored. Uh, one day at home. And you know how that is as a parent when your kids are talking about how bored they are and he's six years old and he's talking about he's bored. And in my mind, I'm thinking, dude, you've had six Christmases. There's no way you can be bored right now. Go find one of the toys from your previous Christmases and play with them and be happy. I mean, he's got all of this stuff, but he just feels bored. He feels like he doesn't have enough to do anything and he's starting to whine. Parents, I understand your frustration. We could take our kids to Mars and they'll say, hey, what's next? what do you mean what's next you need to be happy and content right where you are but this day he just felt like he didn't have enough and I remember him walking around in the kitchen just you know being a sloth just walking around and you know throwing his head around because he feels bored and he knocked this piece of paper on the ground he said dad we don't have anything here all we have is this little piece of paper and I said son bring that piece of paper to me because I was tired of hearing him whining and groaning and complaining about how he doesn't have enough. So he brought that piece of paper to me. I put a little bend in it, a little fold in it, and put a crease in it, and I handed him back a jet. And all of a sudden he was happy for the next two hours because when he brought me his not enough, I was able to turn it into more than enough so that he could soar around the house for a long time and no longer be bored. Jesus is telling you the same thing. If you just bring it to him, he He's able to put a little bend in your face and put a little crease by his grace and serve you up a platform that can soar at a level that you never thought it could. But he's saying to you, bring it to me in every area of your life. You feel inadequate. Bring it to Jesus because Jesus has the ability to make those areas of inadequacy be the areas he uses to soar at a great height in order for you to accomplish the call that he has in your life. He didn't tell the disciples to feed them in order for the disciples to sit in their inadequacy. He was telling the disciples to feed them so that Jesus could show them what Jesus could do with their inadequacies. And that's what Jesus wants to show you. As soon as you step out on faith and you say, Jesus, I don't have enough, but I'll bring it to you, then Jesus will show you what he can do. Jesus fed 10 to 20,000 people with not enough, only five loaves and two pieces of fish because Jesus is able to turn not enough into more than enough. And guess what? There were 12 baskets left over. How many disciples did Jesus have? He had 12 disciples. He had these men who were rolling with him and they gave their not enough to Jesus. He turned it into more than enough. He used it for their platform to feed people. And then what they gave out is exactly what they got in return. Understand that Jesus will have leftovers for you. He will be able to multiply your inadequacy help somebody else with what he multiplies and then multiply it so much that you get in return the very thing that you gave out in your public platform he's letting the disciples know if you go out and you be obedient to my kingdom plan if you take advantage of the platform that i've given you trust me whatever you give i'll multiply it enough to where you're able to get it back in return you know the verse very well It's Luke chapter six, verse 38, give and it will be given back to you. What's the it? The it is the thing that you give, give and it will be given back to you. Press down, running over a full measure by the measure in which you give is the measure in which it will return to you. One of my favorite gifts growing up that my father gave me uh, was a boomerang. I didn't understand it at first. But he put that thing in my hand, and he said, son, if you just throw it out there far enough, it'll come back to you. Well, I didn't trust that it would come back to me, so I just threw it out a little bit, and it just hit the ground. And then I looked at him and said, this stuff doesn't work. You give me these gifts that don't work. He said, no, it's not the gift that's the problem. You're not listening to me. I said, throw it way out there, and you'll you'll get it back. And I I said, okay, not really understanding. I threw it out there a little bit further, and then it just hit the ground again. I said, see, Tony Evans, I know you're smart, and I know you read a book a week, and you got all this philosophy in your brain. But when it comes to my Christmas gifts, you don't know what you're talking about. And he said, son, you don't understand. Throw this thing out. And I said, all right, I'll give it all I got. I threw it out as far as I could, and it looked like it was just going further away from me. I looked at my dad, and I said, this thing did not work." And My dad said, Jonathan, heads up. And I looked back, and that thing was right in my face. And I caught the boomerang. And I couldn't believe that I could throw it out that far, and it would come back that fast. You won't believe that if you throw it out, what God has given you and what he's multiplied in your life, how fast it will return to you. Because God knows how to multiply your inadequacies, and then bring it back to you with all of the leftovers. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. And know that if you do what God has asked you to do, trust me, it'll come back. It will not Men go in vain. If we'll it looks too difficult, they want to give in. But Christ didn't take the loss on across for you to stand still as if he didn't win. But he did win. Born again, free from sin, live again, fear no man, salvation. But it's time for you to start causing caller J Walking.